What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Balanced and Better podcast with Taylor. And Chad. We are excited to be back this week talking about failure, which it may be like, why are you excited to talk about <laughs> failure? Dun, dun, dun. We love failure. <laughs> if we don't fail, you're not getting anywhere in life, as Chad is going to share in a moment. So this episode today is really all about embracing failure, as well as overcoming it and moving past it, not quitting, not stopping there. But just remembering to embrace those times when you fall down, getting right back up. Or even if you don't get right back up, getting up eventually. Mm -hmm. You know, we've all heard the story of Thomas Edison. You know, he didn't find, he didn't fail a thousand times at making a light bulb. He found a thousand ways not to make a light bulb. So stories like that, I think, are inspiring. And I love, currently I'm reading this book called, oh, Think and Grow Rich, which is really a great book about talking about just the men and women in history who have, you know, gotten rich or become very successful. And it touches so deeply on all of their failures along the way. It wasn't just, you know, them up on the mountaintop. They had to climb and get past a lot of failures stacked on top of one another to get there. Oh, that's a great opening, babe. And thank you for saying that. And I know that that book you've shared with so many nuggets from that with me. So I appreciate that. And I've learned a lot from just listening to you, what you've learned on it. Um, the only other thing I'll say before I go and do our opening quote, as we always do, is... Um, I just want to address the fact that this societal perception of failure, and I think with us working in education with children a lot as parents and also as educators, is we got to be quit being failure averse. And I think we got to be able to accept failure and learn from it as a mistake. Because I think when people see the word failure and plus with the letter F we get right in report cards, mm-hmm. there's this negative connotation with failing and F. And I think we might be, as educators, Mm -hmm. part of the cause. Because you put a negative perception with an F, like, oh, that failing. But I want you to know in life, what we're going to hammer through home today to everybody about embracing and overcoming failure is that it's okay to fail. And and I'm not a fan of the, what is they've had those titles of conferences or books where it says failure is not an option. I disagree with that. I think that you need to be able to fail or make mistakes and fail and then be able to learn from it and move forward and be able to take some things and learn from your mistakes. So that's what we're going to hammer home today. Thank you for that great opening, Taylor. And I'm excited to get going on this episode. You ready for my opening quote, babe? Yes. I love our quote for today. Yeah, we picked a good one here. So thanks for finding this, Taylor. Here we go. Our uh, quote for today is from Dennis Waitley. Here we go. Failure should be our teacher, not our undertaker. Failure is delay, not defeat. It is a temporary detour, not a dead end. Failure is something we can avoid only by saying nothing, doing nothing, and being nothing. Wow. That's pretty powerful, isn't it? It's long, but that was powerful. It is. I love the way you read that quote, too. You sounded like... uh... Just like very, you're like a narrator. You oh, sounded yeah? great. Yeah. Thanks. I've been all these practices as podcasters, right? Yeah. No, yeah. I Thank think you. that that quote is so powerful. And 
you know, my favorite part of the quote is where it talks about it's a delay, not defeat. It's a temporary detour. Don't let it be a dead end. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of us, you know, let a failure, a temporary defeat, we turn it into a dead end. We say, oh, that's not for me. I can't do that. I'm not that kind of person. You know, like what if Michael Jordan would have, you know, been in his, what year was he cut from the team? Freshman year? Junior year. Junior year. What if he would have just said, well, I guess I'm not an athlete, you know, and labeled himself that way. We have an episode on labels even yes. if he would have labeled himself as oh i'm not an athlete because of this failure we wouldn't have one of the greatest athletes of all time yeah you're right so and yeah if people are trying to quote me on that it could have been a sophomore year but i know that being kept from the varsity team right is what motivated yeah. him the rest of his life so whether he was a sophomore or junior but we know he went on and overcame that right and did Absolutely. great things uh, the goat in my opinion some people may disagree <laughs> with me out there thanks for that taylor so so mr whitley like putting that in there i agree with taylor she's talking about not delaying it I like the first part where it's our teacher, not an undertaker. Because mm. we know the undertakers mean death, the end, it's over. Just preparing for, wow, it's all over. Let's, oh, might as well just throw it in, yep. in and play it. So I love it to be able to teach us because we're both educators and we love it just to learn from your mistakes. Yeah. That's what I love the most about that first line. But it's a great quote. And the last part, too, about doing nothing. You're not going to get anything if you don't learn from your mistakes mm-hmm. and failure. Definitely. So, All right, we're ready for point number one about our Embracing and Overcoming Failure episode. Ready, babe? I'm ready. All right, so I got number one here. So number one about overcoming failure is here's a tip we're going to give you about failure. You need to be consistent and persistent. So as you fail at something, you got to remember to keep going and then don't lose your enthusiasm. I'm going to steal a little bit from Taylor earlier. She talked about Thomas Edison. He goes, I didn't think of like one way to invade the light bulb. I think of 9,999 ways that it didn't work, right? Mm -hmm. So he embraced all those failures as an inventor, creator, and I know you as an artist. We talk about like people that you're a work in progress and you got to be consistent and then continue to persist. That's why I put these two words together, everybody, because if you continually daily say, I'm going to dedicate myself to put so much time or effort towards something that you are not good at or failing at, that's part of your persistence is doing that daily. Like, for example, uh, Taylor and I talk about, like, we learned from Mel Robbins' book we did this year uh, together, um, is it the five-second rule? And also talking about when we look in the mirror each morning, which he talks about looking in the mirror each morning before you start doing anything with your life, saying, hey, I am safe, I am loved, I am okay, or five, four, three, two, one, go, I got this. Just doing that every day that she and I talk about silently that we just say, oh, are you still doing that? And I go, I am too. So learning that and then being consistent every day and then persisting with that, even on your rough days when you don't want to get out of bed or don't go do that thing that other people don't want to do, you got to still try to generate the motivation and enthusiasm to just push through your mistakes and your failures. So continue to be consistent and please, persistence I think is a very underused word People say it, but I don't think they want to act on it. What do you think, Taylor, about being persistent and persisting through that failure? Yes, I completely agree. And just to kind of give a little personal story, I think that a lot of times we live in a culture that's very oriented around, you know, instant gratification, instant success, going viral, all of these kind of things. We want it right away. And when it doesn't happen for us right away, we decide or we tell ourselves that it must not be for us. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the biggest risks that we can take is assuming something's not for us because we didn't find immediate success with it. You know, just an example from my own life and one of the goals I'm reaching toward right now, I'm really trying to take my art business to the next level. I'm an artist. I've been an artist since, you know, I was little. I've always created. And a lot of times I've really kept that just to myself. 
but I really want to start bringing my art to the world and sharing it with others, you know, and building an Instagram following and starting to sell my pieces. And this is not a quick, a quick venture. You know, I've been working on this for about seriously, probably for about a month now. And I'm, I'm making a little bit of progress, but it's definitely, it takes time and it takes being consistent. And I've just given myself a 40 day challenge where I'm going to paint every day for 40 days and I'm going to share it online. And it's just so important that I keep going. And even on the days I do lose my enthusiasm or I don't want to do it, I push through those days anyway. Mm -hmm. And remember, remember that my enthusiasm will come back. It may come and go, but I can't, you know, be at the mercy of my emotions and feelings all the time. Great point. I love that. That's powerful. Okay. Number two, this feeds right into a book that I just finished. It's a great book by Brene Brown. It is called Rising Strong. I 10 out of 10 recommend it if you've not read it. So point number two is being vulnerable with others and honest about our shortcomings. Remembering there's so much power in sharing. A lot of times when we're going through something, we're having a hard time, we're experiencing a struggle, we isolate and we think that we're the only person in the world going through this. And when we start to open up, we start to share with others, we not only empower them to help us and to you know, bring us hope, but we also empower ourselves because we're reminded that, hey, we're not the only people in the world who went through this. So many other people struggle. Now, who can you be vulnerable with? Well, it's great if you have a partner or spouse or best friend or your mom or your dad, anybody you can. If you don't have that person you feel safe with, you can be vulnerable with, you know, find a friend. If you can't find a friend, get a counselor or therapist. You know, even if you do have friends, having a counselor or therapist to hold that safe space for you is so powerful because, you know, it's a relationship that's totally one-sided. You don't have to worry about what they think of you. You're not going to go out for lunch with them. The relationship's all about you and your personal growth. It's not a mutually beneficial relationship. You're paying them to help you. It's not your job to help them. And there's something really special about that kind of relationship that holds the space for you to take the time just for you. That's awesome. And you know the story. I'm an example. I'm going to give for number two here. And I know that Taylor just really nailed it with the therapist or counselor, which I want you to know 100%. You know, I know guys, we typically don't do that near as much as the ladies out there, but I think I support what Taylor's saying and you should do that gentlemen out there. And the other one I'm going to put a plug in here is get a coach. So yep. being vulnerable and sharing about your failures or being honest with your vulnerability, you know, look for coaches out there. And I want you to know, I am a life coach, ladies and gentlemen, and you know, I'm going to be talking about this at the end of this episode, but gentlemen out there specifically on this one. If you don't have someone, like Taylor said, that you can be vulnerable with and honest with about sharing about your failures, about how you feel about this, please go get a life coach and then talk to them about this and be able to get some advice and someone to listen and not judge and help you through these things because there's power in that collaboration and communication and sharing with others and being vulnerable. Definitely. So much power. I agree. Thank you. All right. Point number three. We're doing great, babe. All right. Number three is when it comes to failure, reflection. Okay, this is huge. And if you're a a pretty consistent listener with us, you know we've talked about this word a lot in the past. Mm -hmm. For example, we we brought up reflective listening. Okay, and that's been a powerful thing for me. And I'll tell a little bit more about that in a second. But when you reflect, okay, and then here's one of the things we wrote down about this. If you don't have regrets, you haven't been reflecting. Mm -hmm. So, for example, when you reflect on your failure, what can I do better? So we talk about reflection, and Taylor and I both agree on this because we've been talking about this and learning about and growing in this for this past year, is 
Making the time, would you agree, Taylor, that making the time to reflect, because I think as busy Americans, and I don't know if other cultures in the world, we, we, we keep talking to ourselves into or out of reflecting because I don't have the time to sit and write. But Taylor's better at this than me. But journaling, for example, is a good example to reflect on what did I learn from that failure, that mistake, or how did it make me feel? And then writing things down if you struggle with your memory or being able to reflect in the moment or write shortly after the failure or the mistake. So learning what I can do better and not just focusing on why you failed or why something went wrong, but writing down all things that I wonder if, if I would have done this or this or next time I could try this or this to learn from my failure so that I can be better next time and get better at what I just either made the mistake on or failed on, no matter what it is, the project at work, the assignment from school or a business you're trying to get off the ground is just reflecting on it and then checking, you know, consistently what's working and what's not working. Write it down, talk it out loud like Taylor and I do with your partner and someone that you can be vulnerable with and honest with and don't hold back, okay? Reflect on it and then determine, okay, I need to be able to do better on this. And the short little quick thing nugget I'm gonna hit on this before I wrap it up and see if Taylor's got anything to add on reflection is, I use the analogy of the car windshield and I use this in one of my M&M episodes. There's a reason why the car windshield, when we drive around automobiles, the windshield is giant, clear, and big right in front of us because we're supposed to focus on looking forward majority of your life and looking at what's in front of you, the present, the future, what's in front of you. And then there's a rear view mirror that there's a reason it's small and you glance black back in it to just reflect on looking at things from your past or mistakes once in a while, don't dwell on it. This is the point I want to make about this short story about the windshield versus the rearview mirror. Reflecting is good consistently, but don't dwell on the past and dwell on failing from the past and then just learn from it so that you can move forward and not always dwell on reflecting or living in the past. Love that. You love that? Yeah. I Anything else you, you want to add on that one? No, you okay. nailed it. Thank you. Okay. Number four and our last thing we really want to talk about here is overcoming failure. So We've talked a little bit about failure, why it's not so bad, why it's actually a good thing, how it can encourage reflection, personal growth, the importance of vulnerability, and and coming back to the key point number one, consistency, persistence, keep going. We are talking about at the beginning of this episode, we feel like persistency should be a word, like consistency <laughs> and persistency, yeah. but it's not. Yeah, exactly. So, right? yeah. <laughs> So overcoming failure, you failed. What now? How do you how do you not just fall into a rut, fall into that hole and never come out? What do you do going forward? Okay, number 1. Accept your mistakes and failures. You have to own it and not blame others. You have to accept responsibility for the pieces you played in whatever happened, whatever failed. You know, maybe it was a mistake at work. Maybe it was a mistake with your partner. Maybe you got divorced, whatever it was. Big or small, accept your own responsibilities and accept that you did fail. Don't try to put it on other people. You know, I think that's the first thing we tend to do. We tend to start thinking through, you know what? This actually wasn't my fault. It was so-and-so's fault when I think about it. Yep. And spinning the story of how it could be somebody else's fault. And I do this. We all do this. But take a moment, reflect, and come back to accepting that you made a mistake. It doesn't mean you're a failure. You just failed. You are not a failure. You failed. There's a difference. Okay. So once you've accepted it, number two, you're going to reflect on how you could have done better. What should you have done different or what can you do in the future to prevent this from happening again? If you don't get to step two and you're still stuck on step one and you're, you're in the blame cycle, 
you are going to live your life in a cycle of the same bad things happening to you because you've never stopped to reflect about what you need to do better. Okay. Once you've thought about how you can do better, you've journaled it, you've reflected on it, you've shared it with a partner. Go on to number three. That brings us to sharing with others and apologize for your mistake. So if your mistake was just to yourself, you can forgive yourself. If you messed up and hurt somebody else, you know, and what you did caused pain and you made a a true mistake, you need to apologize to that person for what you did. Chad and I do this all the time. We're Mm -hmm. very comfortable with apologizing to each other Mm -hmm. because we both love each other for who we are and accept that neither one of us are perfect people. And we apologize for our mistakes all the time. So share your mistake with somebody else. Apologize for it. This goes back to being vulnerable. Be vulnerable with what you could do better. Okay. And number four, move forward. So once you've went through steps one, two, and three, you're going to move forward and you're going to go back to being consistent and persistent and keep going on what you're doing and keep just plugging away toward your goal. Get right back up and go at it again. I love that. Good four-step process, babe, for overcoming failure. Thank you. No, I think that's something. If people would write those down out there, please do it and think about that. Um, The only point I would add into like just to support what Taylor's saying about how to overcome it is number one and number uh, three, I would think that you said in your four-step process, babe, like accepting it and then not blaming. I think that's a huge part of some of our culture. And I, I worry about some of us out there that modeling for our children that the blame game. I think me and you both talk about that a lot um, about what we see as educators or as leaders or as people that want to just help other people out there is please quit blaming other people or other situations and circumstances and others out there for something that you failed at or made a mistake at. Okay. And the last, uh, the other one that you said, number three, being able to forgive yourself babe, for it and apologize for mistakes and owning up to it and knowing that and then letting it go. I think that's great. So that's powerful advice. Thank you for sharing that. And I support that a thousand percent. So, all right. We ready to wrap them up? Yes. Okay. Thank you. So we got uh, the four main uh, pieces here to embracing and overcoming failure for this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, here's our summary. Number one, you have to be practice consistency and be persistent after you failed. Point number two, make sure you're vulnerable with others and honest about your failures. Okay. Share it with other people, okay? You can't be sitting there keeping it to yourself and spiraling down and st- hiding mm-hmm. within yourself. Point number three, reflecting. Remember I talked about this? Reflection is key, but remember the cautionary note I said about the windshield and the rearview mirror. Let's not focus too time, too much time and attention on reflection, but at least spend a little bit of time, like Taylor said, journaling, writing things down, or giving it a second thought about what you learned from your failure and how you can do better next time. And then lastly, that point number four that Taylor really nailed home with that four-point plan of how to overcome your failure, you have to make sure you accept that mistake and own it, no blame, reflect on what you can do to do better, sharing it with someone that you trust and apologizing for that mistake or failure. And then the last part she said is letting it go and moving forward and moving on. Those are great steps for how to overcome failure. Definitely. Just another reminder, everybody, we are so thankful for you and thank you for tuning into our episode Please leave us a review and share this episode with your friends. It helps us so much. And don't forget, everybody, we are offering life coaching. Chad is doing some awesome coaching with men. And if you need to hear anything from us, you want to ask us a question, you want coaching, you even just want to hop on a 30-minute call with us for free, we are more than happy to do that to help you folks out. So just let us know how we can serve you. 
Yes. Thank you, Taylor, for bringing that up. And, you know, me being a life coach, I, I would like to, it was man out there. If you want to try to reach out to me, please. I'm offering a three free 30 minute consultations. So I'd love to be able to hear from you and help you out. So like I mentioned in here, it's okay to fail. And if you're struggling with that out there, I'm the man that can help you out. So feel free to email me at chadmcox75 at gmail.com or reach out to Taylor, my wife, and she'll get you in contact with me. Thank Thanks, you everybody. For everybody. Have a wonderful week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.